Hello, everybody, and welcome to our daily crypto newsflash podcast as part of Bitcoin for Beginners. Today's Monday, August 6, 2018, and we have a few hot topics on the docket for you. First is Robinhood adds Ethereum Classic trading to their app. Second, Bitmain opens big Texas mining facility. And third, Jamie Dimon once again hating on Bitcoin. For all of this and more, just keep on listening. Hi, everyone. I'm Kevin from BFB, here to keep you up to date in a short and sweet manner. If you want to stay on top of the latest crypto news, then please follow our podcast and share it with your friends as well. Okay, so let's just take a quick look at the market right now. Bitcoin is down 1.54%, sitting at roughly $6,963. Ethereum is down 0.91% at roughly $407. So total market cap is roughly $252 billion, 24-hour volume $11.6 billion, and Bitcoin dominance slightly under 50% at 47.5%. So it's been pretty steady in the past few days, a real sideways market, holding at around 7,000, just slightly below after dropping late last week. Kind of shaky markets right now. Is a strong move in either direction coming soon? Well, we'll have to wait and find out, but hopefully it goes up again. That's what we're all waiting for this whole year. Okay, so the first topic is Robinhood adding Ethereum Classic to their app. Now, this is roughly launched at the same time that Coinbase Ethereum Classic trading is about to go live. They're only doing it to 19 states in the US, and this is Robinhood, by the way. And you can also trade Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, and Dogecoin on their app. Coinbase is rolling it out to both their Pro and Prime customers first for a couple of days before opening it up to the rest of them. And if you look at Ethereum Classic's price, it's been responding positively to the news. The price is up for most of the last seven days, and it's the only major coin to do so for most of the past week. So is it time to get into Ethereum Classic? Personally, I don't like the project that much, but it doesn't mean that it can't bring profits in the short and mid-term. Next up, Bitmain announces an opening of a mining facility in Texas. It's going to be in Rockdale, Texas. It's part of a $500 million plan over seven years to build a blockchain data center part of their expansion plans in North America. They're going to hire 400 people, which is really good for business and job creation, and they've already posted some job listings on job websites. Another one is set to open in Washington State. Well, it's been planned at least, but there's been some pushback there from the residents. Besides that, the U.S. is also looking to open offices in Brazil to join its other international bases in Switzerland and Israel. Remember, they're based in China. And they're a real giant in the crypto world, worth roughly $12 billion per valuations. So they are definitely on the up and up and will continue to dominate their space with seemingly no care about the bear market affecting their sales and their bottom line. And once again, our favorite guy, Jamie Dimon, is once again hating on Bitcoin. That's sarcasm, by the way. Well, Bloomberg reported that he said that it was a scam once again and had zero interest. And he also suggested that the government could shut down crypto because they can't control it. That's definitely a possibility, but hopefully it won't happen because many governments around the world are seemingly embracing crypto and blockchain. If you don't remember, he was first thrusted into the crypto world in September 2017 when he said Bitcoin was a fraud. This really moved markets and had a lot of people hating on him. But on the other hand, he did say that he thinks blockchain is potentially promising. And his company, JP Morgan, is testing blockchain for various use cases in finance. He just doesn't like the current form of cryptocurrency as they stand. Chalk him up to another one in the blockchain, not Bitcoin side of the fence. What do y'all think about Jamie Dimon's stances? Do you agree with him or think he's just an old dinosaur relic and doesn't understand the new world? Let us know.
Next topic, the Indian state government launches the first ever blockchain district in India. Now, this is a state in southern India that set up a district for blockchain startups. They've partnered with a big Indian IT firm to create this, to kind of serve as like an incubator for companies in this space. They also promise legal and regulatory support for these companies, which is very important for their success. And the IT firm also announced that it's launching its own blockchain project called the 1101 Protocol. This is going to be built to be government compliant for startups to build dApps on. But I'm thinking, why not just use Ethereum or NEO or EOS? Well, I guess we'll have to see the details. But also, this kind of shows that India still wants to embrace blockchain tech, even though there have been many negative events coming out of that country, like the India Central Bank's ban on crypto exchanges and trading. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to see where this budding South Asian country goes with blockchain and crypto moving forward, can hopefully help with worldwide adoption and just move the needle a little bit more. Next up, the Wall Street Journal report on crypto pump and dump groups came out recently. It's super interesting. It was released yesterday about investigating price manipulation, specifically by groups on telegrams. Many of us are familiar with those. They're called signals, or in essence, pump and dump groups. They basically tell people what to buy, but the people organizing it get good positions beforehand and put in sell orders on the way up. So reports say that these groups have gotten more than $800 million in profits in just the first half of 2018. That is an astronomical amount and frankly shocking to me. An example in the article is Cloakcoin. They said just by looking at the graph, you can tell they had many pumps and dumps this year already. And they singled out the big pump signal group, saying that they were in charge of the Cloakcoin pump on Binance on July 1st. This pretty much confirms what we already know though, but I didn't know how much they all made. But this just can't be legal in my opinion, right? I hope they are found and prosecuted for taking advantage of naive investors promising them a quick profit. In fact, I've been in some of these groups before and it's pretty shady business in my mind. Definitely should stay away. They often do many tactics to try to gain the credibility and trust of unassuming investors trying to chase a quick buck. I mean, ultimately it's on you for doing that, but still these guys are definitely shady and are doing harm to the crypto world. So we should unequivocally denounce them. And the next topic of the day is the Goldman Sachs crypto custody offering from insider sources saying that it will offer their clients custody of the crypto funds. First, they said in May that they may trade Bitcoin futures. Now they're looking to add products and services because of their client's interest. And this news comes after other big financial firms making moves as well. Like if you remember, the New York Stock Exchange parents company ICE is, launch is launching Bakht with Microsoft and Starbucks as partners. This is really mixed signals coming from big finance groups on crypto. Some like it, some don't, some even flip-flop on their position. I guess only time will tell who's right and whether all these crypto initiatives that are coming out in the news will pay off for them. Last but not least, the topic of the day is about the network of scam bots on crypto Twitter. If you've been around crypto Twitter, then you must have seen these before. They promise free giveaways and free ether under famous crypto profiles. And there's a lot of bots commenting under each other's threads to kind of give them a sense of legitimacy to the giveaway. Oftentimes they share the same image as famous crypto people like Vitalik or CZ from Binance. Their name is different if you look closely though. But this is really elaborate because sometimes they even have verified Twitter accounts. This is a big problem, but Twitter has been unable to solve it. Many crypto people have changed their nickname to quote, not giving away ETH in response. This research was done by Duo Security and says a network of over 15,000 scam bots is affecting crypto Twitter. 
They analyzed 88 million Twitter accounts using machine learning to look for bots' behavior. The bots also like and retweet each other's messages to give legitimacy. Now this is a hard thing to do because bots are being changed too to avoid detection actively. That's why Twitter is having a hard time to come up with a way to shut them all down once and for all because they need to be able to do this in a way that doesn't affect legit accounts. But also if you think about it, crypto Twitter is a very small percentage of all Twitter usage. It's a small fish in a big pond of Twitter. So they don't want to negatively affect everyone else's experience just to shut these bots down at all costs. So it's going to be very interesting to see where this all goes, or if crypto Twitter will eventually migrate to a new platform that doesn't have this problem. If I remember correctly, Vitalik was already exploring different social media platforms to seemingly want to move away from Twitter. Okay, everybody, that's all, folks. I hope you learned a lot today and enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening, and once again, if you can join us at bitcoinforbeginners.io slash discussions and let us know any questions you may have, we would greatly appreciate it and we'll definitely get back to you. This is Kevin. Have an amazing rest of your day, and peace out.